What's up, guys? I'm Yas. I'm Casey, and this is the Worst Horror Podcast. So, um, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> I can't get Today it together. Kind of out of sorts. I know you're like, okay, you always give us this disclaimer. Why can't you guys just talk like normal human beings? But look, we're doing our best. So we are not the- normal human beings. Is the thing. Well, yeah. So this is the second time that um, we've tried to record an intro because I just can't get my shit together. Today. And my original intro is like super angry for some reason. <laughs> so we're going to start on a much better note. Um, today we're covering the 2020 movie. Invisible Man? Yeah, movie. The Invisible Man. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so sorry. Like I'm this time we had so much like banter in the beginning. I think we just need to go straight into the movie because yeah. we I are wonder, just out of sorts today. Yeah, I am. And also my voice is a little fucked right now. It's slowly coming back. We're <laughs> I'm gaining momentum. I again. told her in the last one, I personally think your voice sounds sexy. Thanks. You're so welcome. Thanks. She's I also feel like a fucking a mess right corpse, now. Like crop top. Yeah. Honestly, your whole look and vibe today, I'm really feeling. Thanks. Like not surprised, obviously. I mean, you're like your biggest head man, but <laughs> like really, I'm like okay. But I did tell you this morning. Okay, so last night I am struggling a little bit right now, you guys. Um, I raged a little too hard. So this morning I was like, okay, I got to get my shit together. So I like showered, did my hair and makeup. So I look like I'm functioning, but in actuality, I'm not. I'm really not. So. This episode might be a little rough. My voice is sounding a little shaky, but it's okay. We're going to get through this because I don't even know. <laughs> because we're this is the year of us being like consistent. Yeah, we're trying to be consistent. We said that in the last episode, so and this is our second time. I mean, I'm giving us a pat on the back. Yeah, totally. Because every time we go, this is what we're doing. We're like, never mind. We're not going to follow anything we did. <laughs> never mind. But if you guys listened to the last episode, thank you so much. We really appreciate that. Um, we yeah. hope you guys enjoyed it. I know it was shorter. and We had a lot of fun recording that one. It sounded like I had sped the episode up because we were talking so fast. But nope, I we were both just like really <laughs> had a lot of caffeine. And it was it was super fun. But Hopefully. Okay, so this movie is – do you know the runtime on this movie? Two hours and five minutes. Okay, so this movie's a little long. Hopefully we don't drag this out like – way too far because there's a lot of shit that happens in this movie yeah there may be some things we just have to kind of like glaze over very quickly yeah, because we don't um, want to bore you guys to tears either that's no not the and goal. Then, honestly i feel bad but there's some parts where i'm just like i i couldn't have cared less mm-hmm. having said that let me just start off with you know i do want to do a trigger warning because there is like domestic abuse in this and if it if that's kind of like an uncomfortable topic for you um i suggest you don't watch the movie and maybe skip this episode um we do take that very seriously but this is kind of i loosely call it a comedy podcast because we are not comedians but we try to make light of like i am movies (laughs) so yeah so i just i just want to put that out there let me be an idiot like hey this isn't this isn't really my jam right now so yeah no for sure and also um as always our podcast is very Barely, very spoiler heavy. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to watch the movie before you listen, go ahead and do that. I had just watched the movie for the first time a couple days ago. So this is my this second is, time watching it uh, or having watched it. I watched it last night because I hold Yasmin <laughs> to standard from now on of watching the movie before the Not an hour before we do the episode. Because I've done that quite a few times. And and testing my ability to not murder. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just love testing your patience. Apparently. I love, and you look at me dead in the eye. I'm like, okay, we're having recording time at this time. And you go, yeah. And then I come up and you're like, give me just like a half hour. I'm finishing it. And I'm like, <laughs> um, we have this scheduled since Monday. <laughs> it's okay. Well, that's just, it wouldn't be the worst for a podcast if one of us wasn't the worst. So literally I do love that you're so consistent. Thanks. With that. You, your consistency, <laughs> consistently consistency shitty. things are not watching the movie before it's time to record. <laughs> I ask you to be somewhere at a certain time. You get there half an hour later. Typically, yeah. But which is why I always tell Yasmin, if you want her to get somewhere on time, tell her an hour earlier and she'll get there on time. How I still have a job, I don't fucking know. Because I'm late to work still and I work from home. Like, how does that happen? I don't know. All right, moving on. Casey's giving me the death glare again. I'm closing my eyes because I cannot cannot look anymore. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) let's just get into the movie because that's what you guys, I think, are here for, not Mm -hmm. for my um, stupid commentary. So like Casey said, we are doing The Invisible Man, and this came out in 2020, as did our last movie that we covered. Mm -hmm. Um, What was that again? Host. (laughs) Yep, this is going to finish up our uh, new year, new films, or like new horror, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and it came out in February of, uh, of last year. I was going to say this year. It is not 2020 anymore. Um, so that was right before everything started to lock down. Mm-hmm. So this movie went straight to, um, well, obviously it would go straight like to video on demand. Yeah. Like right away. I think, I don't know. So, um, I think, yeah, you were able to view it before everything got locked down in theaters, right? I believe so. I personally didn't see it in theaters, mm-hmm. so I'm not totally sure. Mm-hmm. And honestly, interesting February though, huh? 2020 feels like 10 years ago. So. Yeah, it really does. But anyway, so this movie has a runtime of two hours, right? And two hours, five minutes. Yeah. Going into it, I was like, fuck, like, it's really hard for me to sit down and watch movies now. So I thought, like, this is going to be fucking miserable. Mm-hmm. But it actually wasn't. I really enjoyed the movie. Um, so I guess we can get into it. Yeah, absolutely. If, if you're ready. So the director's name, and I'm probably going to butcher it as per usual, I believe is, is it Lee or Lay? Lay? Like a lay that you put on in Hawaii? I have lay. honestly, unfortunately, no idea. <laughs> Lee Wynell, who um, he, I believe, wrote. I know he for sure wrote the original Saw movie. I don't know if he had anything to do with the other movies. Um, He directed this movie obviously and he there's another movie that he directed (laughs) let me find it i don't know if it was one of the insidious movies he said he did the screenplay for it right yeah but i think that he also let me find it also this movie casey told me and i didn't even think anything like it didn't even come to mind that this movie is kind of loosely based on the original Invisible Man, That's the, the 1933 movie. No, I think you're right. And it's under. funny because – do you remember the movie Hollow Man? Okay, Did so that movie I, have kind I of – I thought that was what this was based off, but they call it the Invisible Man. Did, are, were they kind of like – was this movie loosely based on that one too? I have no idea. I haven't seen Hollow Man in so long. I really – I'm unsure, to be honest. Anyways, I thought that was interesting. Hang on. I want to get this information correct because I literally just looked at it. My voice sounds so bad. I'm sorry, guys. Um, Let's see. He... Do, do, do. Oh, he wrote Dead Silence as well. Oh, that's really good. I yeah. love Dead Silence. That'd be a fun one to cover um, as well. Let me see. Do, 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 do. He directed Insidious Chapter 3. Hmm. 
which I don't really remember that a whole lot about that movie. Um, but anyways, so enough about him. Let's get into the movie. Okay, baby. Um, so the movie starts off in this really kick-ass fucking house. Oh, my God. Like, who just lives in a house like that? I mean, people who are rich. So this guy, her husband, whose name is Adrian, um, we're not introduced to him, I guess. He's asleep. She drugged him. Mm-hmm. Um, and the actress that plays Cecilia, Elizabeth Moss, um, we are just right away thrown into the movie and you see that she's trying to escape this guy, which right off the bat, you don't know why. I didn't know why mm-hmm. until <laughs> until she's like pretty much out of the house and then he comes fucking banging on her. Was it her sister's car window? Like a fucking maniac? Okay. And so, she, by the way, when she walks downstairs and there's those four suits in the back that are shaped like human. I would have given my position away right away. It would have scared the shit out of me. Oh, I know. Because for sure. Uh, like, I see a shadow in my hallway that's not even person shaped. And I'm like, oh my God, this is <laughs> not going to live anymore. <laughs> so the fact that she, you know, was, she must have like built up like nerves of steel to mm-hmm. deal with this. But yeah, so she basically, she escapes and she has to jump over this like super tall, thick, like concrete wall. Mm hmm. Um, and it's funny because, like, right from the beginning, it sets the tone for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. You're just extremely tense right off the bat because, you know, you don't exactly know what she's running from yet, I don't think. Um, but you can just, like, I don't, I was stressed, like, immediately. Like, and then when she's trying to leave and then the car alarm goes off or the house, was it the house alarm or the car no, alarm? No, it was the car alarm. She's, like, freeing the dog from, ugh, I hate. Stop putting electric Cute animals. Like oh. stop treating your animals like that. Stop I know. putting like those the shock collars. Shock collars on them. Like yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. Really? Like okay, Dick. Yeah. So, so she's taking that off. He bumps into the car and it goes off and she runs and everything. Yeah. And so she's clearly running from her husband. And you and I mean you do kind of know that, but again, you're not sh- exactly sure who this person right. is. Right. Like. Could just be a captor, could be anything. And that's mm-hmm. kind of like when we learn exactly what's going on. Yeah. And so, her sister, by the way, she gets in the car. She's like, drive, drive, drive. I, oh, and she's like looking at her clock and she's like, oh my, like she looks like, oh, she was supposed to be here at a certain time. I would have been there an hour early waiting for you. Oh, I know. Like this bitch was just out running errands. Like, oh, I'm running a little late to come pick you up from your fucking abusive husband. Like, like, honestly, that was my whole thing. I was like, okay. And then her, her sister's like, what's going on? I would I would ask you what's going on on our way out. I'd yeah. Like, okay. Like, we're not. It doesn't matter. You've asked me to pick you up. We're leaving right now. And right. And you can tell me, like, because we're going to have to drive somewhere. Yeah. Like, you have plenty of time to explain. But I would never have let someone punch their fucking hand through my window. Yeah, so that happens. So Adrian realizes, her husband realizes that she's gone, and he catches up with them which is crazy. Like, he mm-hmm. moved very fast. Um, and they end up getting away. But as they're driving away, um, we see that Cecilia's character dropped medication on the ground. Mm-hmm. And that was the diaz- diazepam, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yep. Okay, so at that point, I was still like, okay, I don't understand the relevance of this. But we end up finding out, like, you know, yeah. what's going on. So, so Flash is two weeks later. Right. And what follows is, like, so fucking frustrating. And I feel, like, ununderstanding of every character around Cecilia. Mm-hmm. So we don't know how long she's been with her abuser or anything like that. 
But they're like, okay, go out to the mailbox. And honestly, James is so hot. So like. James played by Aldous Hodge, I believe his name is. And you can tell he really cares for <laughs> Cecilia's character. Yeah, he's like, totally. Okay, you know, like, I promise I won't let anything happen to you. And he's a cop, right? Yes. Like, he's an active mm-hmm. cop still? Okay, gotcha. Or, like, I think he might be a detective because every time he's in the shot, he's, like, in a suit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, um, which, so her sister comes over and Cecilia is like, I told you not to come here. I told you not to come here. Mm-hmm. Her sister's kind of like. I don't know. She has an attitude right off the bat. and I'm Yeah, I'm not a fan of her. I was not a fan of her character. She didn't seem to be, like, sympathetic or understanding at all throughout the movie. But um, we'll end up finding out what happened, happens I mean, to her. So, basically, uh, her sister Emily tells her, you know, Adrian is dead. Mm-hmm. So, you have nothing to worry about anymore. And so, we kind of briefly at the table when she's talking to James and her sister Emily, we find out kind of what he did to her Mm -hmm. like there's some hints here and there of like it wasn't only physical and mental abuse Mm -hmm. it was i'll let you fill in the blanks there Mm -hmm. um but then we find out that she's going to get five million Mm dollars in 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 the will right but they make it super important and super noted that she cannot commit a crime and she she has to be like mentally sound right right um which something I love is the first thing Cecilia does with, with the money that she's getting from her abuser is she sets up like a little fund for the daughter or James's daughter, Sydney, mm-hmm. for her to go to fashion. fashion school. Yes. Yeah, which was cool. Really cool. Um, but just so we can touch on this really quick because we're going to come back to his character. The person who tells her all this stuff about the money that she's mm-hmm. getting is um, Adrian's brother, Tom. Yes. Which I'm not – who I'm not a fan of actually either. No. Just, don't love him. <laughs> he he just honestly he's just he, kind of there. Even his character doesn't really like. Yeah, it doesn't thrill me in any way. Yeah, but you kind of can tell that he he's definitely like I don't know like how would you describe it? He's definitely under Adrian's control, kind of just as much as um, Cecilia's yes. character is in different ways. But up, we kind of end up realizing or finding out that Adrian. You know, he is a very wealthy man and he is definitely someone smart smart and definitely abuses his power over people, including his own family. Yeah, which I'm not surprised by in any way. Mm -hmm. Um, So basically what happens next is after, you know, that day that she basically set everything up, Cecilia hears the footsteps and she decides to go check them out. And when she's in the kitchen, her back is turned towards the door and the front door opens by Mm -hmm. itself quote-unquote, <laughs> by itself. Um, she goes out and checks, and because it is winter, they mention that, like, they get, you know, James and Cecilia get hung over one night, and they're like, we're just too old for these winter mornings yeah. and things like that. So Cecilia, you can see her breath because it's so cold, mm-hmm. and you can see a second breath behind her. Yeah. Without anyone standing there. Right. Okay, so at this point, so then she goes back to bed, and – a blanket, the blanket gets pulled off of her. And she, is she sleeping with Sydney? She is. In this scene? Okay, so she's sleeping with, um, in the bed with James's daughter, Sydney. And the blanket gets pulled off of them. And we see like flashing, like someone's mm-hmm. taking photos of her. And okay, so I told you this, like before I even went into the movie, I thought entirely just based off of the previews that this movie was going to just be like about her th- slow descent into like madness, essentially, that she was 
seeing things and there wasn't actually somebody there. But all of this stuff happening, I was like, okay, wait, like that this is just proving everything that I thought about this movie to be completely wrong. But here's the thing though, is I feel like if, and I kind of wish that that was where it is just like a, a very serious look on abuse and what it does to someone's like mental wellness. Because mm -hmm. that would have been such a great twist if technically he had dr like had driven her mad mm -hmm. to the point where literally nothing is there. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of uh, there is a movie where I can't remember what it's called. So I don't know why I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, you know, like, she thinks things are there and they're not. You yeah. know, and so she sees people that have already died. Right. They're not ghosts. It's just fragments of her imagination. Right. And so I think if it would have been like this, it would have been such like a cool, like, you know, because mm -hmm. there's a lot of red herrings mm -hmm. all, all through this, you yeah. know? So you're like, okay. Um, but yeah. I <laughs> Which I mean, it's still not solidified that somebody is actually in the room with her and present, but you're still, you're now kind of thinking like, okay, well maybe, you know, like, who the fuck's taking pictures and pulling blankets off? You know, mm -hmm. like it's not a ghost. I don't think I wasn't under the impression that it was a ghost. No. So anyway, so that happens. And, um, she turns to the chair and there's like an, a person sized impression in the chair. In right. Room. Right. Um, so like in host, and I, I do like this effect because it's potentially very like nerve wracking. Mm -hmm. She takes a sheet and she throws it over the chair. There's nothing. Yeah. But then when she tries to pull the sheet back onto the bed, there's like, she can't pull it because like someone's standing on it, but right. she can't see them. She can right. see someone standing there, mm -hmm. but. That was a nice little touch. It was, it was interesting. I was like, Ooh, like, cause even I was still like, wait, what the fuck is going on? So that happens. Um. Does she go on a job interview the next She morning? does. So I believe she's an architect or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so she's go she went to this firm. And by the way, the guy interviewing her was so creepy. He was like, oh, do all beautiful women go to France? And it's like, yuck, dude. I don't remember that. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't remember that. They're trying to hire her like that. Yeah. Like, are you trying to test to see if she'll put up with sexual harassment, Ew. which is hired? I don't know. So she weird. goes, he goes, oh, well, why don't you show me your portfolio? Mm -hmm. She goes to open it and there's nothing. And she's freaking out and he's like, it's all good. Just send me the stuff you have. And she's zoning out and he goes. Well, I think that she's starting to realize like, she's well, a, I she's didn't forget it. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Something is fucking happening. So she kind of freaks out and starts getting disoriented and then mm -hmm. just passes out at the fucking interview. And yeah, I, I feel like from this point on the movie doesn't really have any, like, I mean, there are a little, you know, a few little down points, but the movie pretty much just goes it's pretty at this rapid. Yeah. Because honestly up until this point, I hate to say, but it's kind of painfully slow. Yeah. A little bit. I don't, I would be the first to admit like this shit fucking dragged and I was so bored, but it, it I don't know, maybe in a second watch, it might be like that for me. But it wasn't too bad. I think maybe that, and that's honestly what it seems to be like a lot of issues, is the first watch is always good for a lot of movies. Mm -hmm. It's the second watch, which is upsetting because you would think a good movie would be good no matter what. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> okay, so anyways, that happens. She faints. Um, and then we kind of end up finding out, or no, 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 wait. She starts thinking, okay, Adrian's not dead. Yes. So her brain is immediately going to... Something's not right. I think that he's fucking with me. Well, and here's the thing is when she's at the hospital, you know, they're like, okay, like we took your blood, go home. James takes her home. She's in the shower 
mm-hmm. she gets a phone call from the doctor and goes like, we found a lot of diazepam in your system. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what? And then when she looks on the, her, you know, bathroom counter, she sees the a medications. bottle of diazepam. And that's the one that she dropped yep. the night that she ran away from her husband. So at this point, Cecilia decides to go to Adrian's brother, Tom, with James, with her. Mm-hmm. And James is so supportive. He's like, stop. He basically tells Tom, don't treat her like her. she's crazy. Right. She's my friend, so you're going to listen to what she has to say. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, you need to tell Adrian to stop. And James is like, God damn it. I should have waited. <laughs> I should have really waited until she here. talking because now she is saying something that doesn't make sense. Right. So... You know, she tells Tom and James, and I can't blame James because as a detective, I'm sure he's like, you know, I think she has PTSD. Like, he's looking at her like the second she goes, tell Adrian to stop. I know that he created something to make himself invisible. Mm -hmm. James is probably like, okay, like, we need to get her help. But how do you, I mean, she's clearly gone through something traumatic. How do Mm -hmm. you help somebody without being rude? Yeah. I just, okay, we'll kind of get into it. I feel like. Just off the bat, like, she – but then again, I don't know how I would be in that kind of situation. Like, I wouldn't want to sound crazy, but I guess there's no way to not sound crazy when you're trying to convince someone, like, hey, this is what I think is actually happening, and this guy's not fucking dead. So I guess you're just going to sound nuts either way. But I was like, ah, oh, like, I don't know. Like, I was rooting for her the entire time, but at the same time, I was like, girl, you're making yourself sound and look crazy right now. <laughs> like. Well, you got to reel it in a little bit. I think it's because every time she talks to somebody, people kind of, because she was a victim of something horrific, mm-hmm. is that they don't see her as saint. They always see her as a victim and they treat her yeah. as such. They go... Which is fucked. They like, do this like little babying thing where they like pat her on the head and mm-hmm. they're like, no, 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 you just went through a hard time and you're just like healing when she's freaking out. Mm-hmm. Like my thought is like, okay, like if you think it's legitimately in her head then maybe we need to take steps in getting her help. Mm-hmm. And James is trying his hardest, but he's also a father. He's a single father, I believe. There's no hinting that there's a parent in, another parent in the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a detective. That's a super difficult job. Like, you know, and her sister... So here's why her sister's not getting involved. Cecilia decides, like, I need to go see my sister, Emily. And Emily is like, Thanks for telling me how you feel about me. Mm-hmm. Turns out an email was sent to Cecilia or to Emily basically saying, I wish you were the one who died. You're smothering me. All these terrible things. And Cecilia is like, it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. And her sister's not believing her, which I can understand. Like if I had gotten an email from somebody, I'd be like, what the fuck do you mean it's not from you? How is that okay. possible? Yeah. This part like kind of frustrated me though, because I was like, fuck dude, if this was my like sibling, if I'm sitting there telling you, like, I didn't write this shit, like, I, I mean, this is a movie, of course, but wouldn't you, like, be like, well, what do you mean? Like, wouldn't you have heard her out? Like, well, what do you think happened then? Like, well, I, mean, I wouldn't have just wrote her off immediately, like, oh, I see how you fucking feel, and then just slam the door in her face. I thought that was fucked up. And again, if I had a sibling that was so hysterical, I think I would have gotten, I would have tried to get a mental health facilitator involved right away because i'd be like i would be afraid that she'd hurt herself or somebody else yeah yeah like there's something i wouldn't just shun my sibling like oh fuck off i know you feel about me you just saw two weeks prior you saw her boyfriend or her husband or something punch through your window yeah and he wasn't gonna let her go he grabbed her and was willing to pull her out of the car through the window like i 
I would be like, you know, I understand all the things that were said were so cruel to her sister, but it's, it's like being more fucking understanding, I yeah. suppose. I mean, maybe it just were like, we handle things differently. I know everyone does, but mm-hmm. in that situation, I was like, you're not being like a really great understanding sibling to your clearly very mentally and physically abused sister. Mm-hmm. Totes. So anyways, that happens. Um... <laughs> this next part and I feel so bad for kind of like chuckling but I just felt like it was very dramatic wait um, what part are you talking about so after Cecilia goes home and reads what was sent to her sister she is crying on the floor in the dark with the door open oh it's just if you've seen the movie the scene's just a little awkward I think that's why you're probably because I think it makes me feel uncomfortable because then here's my issue with that is there's a child in the house and I feel like the child is made to feel like she has to step up and be the adult in the situation. Yeah, it's just, it's really weird the it way is, that whole I scene mean, played out. Uh, yeah. Cause Cecilia's just in like fetal position on the floor crying. And I so feel for her because she has done everything to convince everyone that something is going on mm-hmm. and no one believes her. But the person that shouldn't be involved is the kid. Yeah, And definitely. the kid is the one that kind of gets like, I mean, other than her sister, which we'll go into, uh-huh. gets like really her shit fucking rocked constantly. Yeah. Like, yeah. She, Especially she, in this scene too. Mm-hmm. Um, so she comes in and was there really a lot of dialogue before Sydney gets smacked across the face? Not so much. So Sydney is the sweetest, most mature kid that could have ever come into Cecilia's life. She sees that Cecilia is having a hard time. She goes, let's kick my dad out and let's have a girl's night meet Oh, cake. yeah. And that I was, was so sweet. I mean, it's just so pure that, mm-hmm. like, in such a kid way of thinking, like, let's do something you and me and, like, let's eat sweets. And you're like, dude. Yeah. She's a precious little angel. And <laughs> Sydney needs to be protected at all costs. Unfortunately, she gets smacked across the face. She does. And, and if I was Sydney, I would think it was Cecilia, too. It happens? Okay. So this scene... Like, they're talking, and then just fucking out of nowhere, you just see Sydney get, like, smacked. And it's like, I was even like, wait, what the fuck happened? As Cecilia like, is, like, getting up. So yeah. It's, it's a, to Sydney, something moving so quickly, it seems like Cecilia Could lunged have done at it. her yeah. and, and smacked her. So even I was like, wait, what the fuck? So I rewound it, and I was like, oh, okay. Like, And then I was more confused. I was like, okay, what the fuck is going on? Like, something's not right. And... um. Is do 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 do. What's the dad's name again? James. James. Is he home? Does he? He, is, he rushes in, right? He and he's, like, he's like, "What dad, the hell happened, Dad?" And then, yeah. So James, and honestly, I is that when he has the wife beater on? I'm just trying to picture him on the wife beater with his muscles I, out. <laughs> I actually don't know. I have such a crush on his character. He is so handsome. He's so hot. Like he really is. I feel bad for like. Talking about like, oh, his daughter got hit, and I'm like, oh my god. No, sorry, I just I gotta throw his that dad in there. Is, oh god, James is the the actor who plays James is just wow. Yeah, and I, we were so talking about this earlier. Hot. He played MC Ren in Straight Outta Compton, mm-hmm. and I I that character in that movie was just very. He's not. He wasn't like a standout character, and I think he just wore like hoodies all the time, so I wasn't seeing those glorious arms. <laughs> <laughs> and in this movie, I was like, holy moly, this man's hot. But anyways. Moving forward. So James takes his daughter and goes, "You, why don't you go to your sister? Because I'm not, I'm taking my baby and I'm leaving. Yeah. Which we love to see. We love to see a man putting his 
kid first. Oh, absolutely. Totally. And by the way, I say man, but I'm like talking about anybody. Anybody who puts their kid first is like the true hero in any situation. Totally. And regardless of how much he cares about Cecilia's well-being, you got to get the kid out of that situation. She's too young to deal with this shit. She's not like a 30-year-old woman dealing with another 30-year-old woman. Right. This, what, 16, 17-year-old girl who has shown nothing but kindness and understanding right. and, like, composure. She to, was like, just physically shit. attacked. So at that yeah. point, it's like, we got to remove her from the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. We'll get to the part later, too, uh, like, later on down the movie where I just, my heart broke for her. Um, but anyway, so Cecilia gets left in the house by herself, mm-hmm. and this is when shit just really starts to pop off, and then we kind of understand a little bit better, like, what might be happening. Yes. So, and there's a really good jump scare, that fucking got it, me. It got me the second time, too. <laughs> it got too. me so good, dude. I was like, what the fuck? Okay, so she is left alone at the house at this point, and uh, I'm sorry, James tells her, you need to leave. Like, But she's just like, no, something's fucking going on yep. in here. Like, I think Adrian is in the house. Like, something, something weird's happening. So she ends up finding Adrian's phone in the attic. Because she calls it. She calls so it, she's yeah. She's taking it upon herself because she spreads coffee grounds in her room mm-hmm. to, to try to see if there's any traffic right. he's getting close to her or anything and he goes she's like why can't you just like kill me then yeah like, just finish off what you need to do just yeah. kill me she grabs the phone she calls his number and she hears it vibrate in the ceiling mm-hmm. which is horrifying yeah that's fucking so so scary. she goes she goes into the into the attic and she finds his phone and the pictures of her sleeping yeah. with sydney so that actually happened and then she gets a text from an unknown number and it says surprise. Mm-hmm. And so she goes and she's like, okay, this is so not fucking good. She looks down. Oh, God, poor Does James. she spill? She takes paint and she throws so it So she him. intentionally threw it. Yes. Which, poor fucking James, he's literally remodeling this house. And <laughs> she's throwing Adrian coffee grounds and Cecilia and fucking decide paint everywhere. that this man who has trying to build this house for him and his daughter... <laughs> Nothing fucking matters. No. They're throwing shit around. Like, you know. So she tosses the paint. She tosses the paint and it outlines the figure of a person, mm-hmm. which fucking scared me to death. I was like, holy fuck, dude. It, like, again, it was like host all over again when she throws the sheet over the figure. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> it was scary. So that happens. And then she starts like fighting with this invisible figure. Mm-hmm. It's basically just like they're rolling around in the kitchen and she's you know they're literally fighting but you yep. can't see who she's fighting with no because <laughs> he's invisible and so she manages to get out of the house which is great but then it shows you security camera footage she's like running for her life but there's nothing behind her yeah which is again further will further prove to other people that no she's just crazy yes you know which is not the case um if it were me, like, if at that point I was like, okay, I'm fighting someone, because you're going to be able to tell that it's a person, you know, if they're, like, smacking you or hitting you or whatever, I'd be like, bitch, take off the suit. Nobody's here. Like, let's get down. You want to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, but his whole, I mean, the whole thing that they mentioned time and time again is Adrian will constantly make you feel like you're the one who's crazy. Yeah, but that's so like. So he can't take it off because then he won't have control. No, I know. But you know me. I don't do that bitch shit. I'll be like, take the suit off. We're gonna fucking fight. Well, yeah, because you're fucking a nutcase. Like, it's what I love about you most is that you're just like, but who knows? Like, if Take you had off, bitch. suffered years of abuse, that no, I know, 
This like, is just my own take it self. right out from you, you know? Yeah, this is just my own dumb self watching the movie and being like, so Cecilia suit off. calls an Uber, and this this Uber is like the sweetest man ever. He's like, oh, you know, this, you know, wherever Adrian's house is, it's like, it's pretty far. And she goes, okay. And so they get there. And he- I thought that um, Adrian was going to be in the car. Maybe he was. I don't know. He might have Or been. something. I don't know. I was just waiting for something to happen while they were in the car, but nothing ends up happening. Yeah. And so they actually, they get there and... Um, she tells the Uber driver, like, please wait for me. I could be two minutes. I could be 20 minutes, but you know, you can take me back to the the city. Just please don't leave me. He goes, okay, no, no problem. Mm -hmm. So she goes in, uh, turns out the dog is still there, which it looks like it's totally fine. So you are under the impression someone is there taking care of that Mm -hmm. dog. Um, she ends up stumbling upon the invisible suit Mm-hmm. she kind of creates one out of one of Adrian's machines and she hides it. Turns out Adrian is still in the house. So he just made his way back to the house then, right? Mm-hmm. Like on his own? Some way. he made. Did he run? Know. Did he fly? Is he, because we find out that he's a what? An optical, what is he? An, optical, an optical engineer? engineer or something like that. Does he have a fucking invisible plane and like who knows invisible like, cars? I mean, there's <laughs> he is like one step ahead at all time, but that's the whole thing is he's in her head the whole time. Mm-hmm. So like I'm sure he knows after again when you're controlling someone for that long, two weeks off isn't gonna you know and not really even two weeks off. He's mm-hmm. been there the whole fucking time, dude. Can I just say too? So we see that this invisibility suit is a thing. Yes. So now we're like, okay, she's not crazy. No, like she's not tripping. And this fucking suit, dude, instant, um, I just had to Google it again. Tri- is it trypophobia? Yep. The fear of holes. yeah. I was like, oh, no. The suit fucking just makes me uncomfortable. Well, Didn't it, like it. It's really, I agree, it's really gross looking, but they're all screens and cameras. It's That's so the whole weird. Suit. The whole thing, I don't know why, I just fucking, I was like, ooh, I don't like this. <laughs> so, well, yeah. And luckily at that point, so, you know, Adrian's in the house, she gets away from him, goes back in the Uber, she calls... You know, and you know it's her sister right off the bat. Like, I understand if you won't meet me, but meet me at this Chinese restaurant. Uh-huh. So we're at the Chinese restaurant. Hungry. And <laughs> Emily is just the biggest fucking bitch in the whole world to this poor waiter. She's like, I know. Like, Do you know how this works? And he's not being rude, condescending. She's like, um, I assume that we order and then eat the food. Yes. And she's you such know, a bitch. anyone who's ever worked for customer service, you're like, I hope you get fucking hit by like a car or something when you leave. Right. I hope you choke on your food mm-hmm. and never come back. But and then <laughs> <laughs> So she so it looks like Emily does believe Cecilia, like, okay, you're going through something. Tell me I will believe you. She's mm-hmm. starting to lighten up a little bit. Barely. We see a knife floating in the air, and it takes you a second to realize it's there. Okay, and then the sister's name, what's her name again? Emily. Emily. It, she's not even the one that notices it. Cecilia's like, oh my God, like she sees it floating right in front yeah. of them. Emily's not even paying attention to the fact that there's a fucking knife floating in front of her. And then her throat gets slit yep. at the fucking dinner table. And Adrian basically holds it right like, tight in mm-hmm. um cecilia's hand so you're like oh my god so now to everybody in the restaurant mm. everybody in the restaurant's fucking freaking out i would too i'd be like what the fuck just happened yep. um 
<laughs> it looks like Cecilia just killed her sister, mm-hmm. which was really like, I wasn't expecting like kills like that really in this movie. And I was like, oh fuck. Like I was not expecting that. No. And they weren't, they were generous with the blood. Um, there's kind of commotion going on and you see Cecilia, does she like fall onto the floor? It looks like she's tackled by one of the oh, people right, that work right. there and okay. the police cuff her and things like that. So then we get this shot of her sister's face just fucking yeah. lifeless on the table and there's just blood dripping down and I was like, woo, was not expecting that. No, and it's a really interesting kill. I really appreciated it. It was like, honestly, it was kind of cool. <laughs> like I was not expecting it and I was like, oh fuck, like. So that for me was kind of like a turning point in the movie where I was like, ooh, like what else is going to happen now? Because clearly this guy is going to stop at nothing Mm -hmm. and that includes fucking murder. Which, yeah, I mean, agreed. And what's, so again, at this point, things just really, from this point, blink of an eye, move very quickly. Mm -hmm. So So, she is in a mental institution at this point. Yes. Okay, sorry, can I just touch on something before we move forward? So I remember the previews for this movie when it was being promoted and everything. It seemed like, to me, like most of the movie was going to take place in the hospital. Like that that was going to be kind of the starting point and just where everything, I don't know, that's the vibe that I got. That's why I immediately was like, okay, so this girl is in treatment basically, for seeing things. Yeah. So my, like, obviously at this point I was like, okay, something's up. But it was just interesting to me because I thought that the main um, setting of this movie was going to take place at the hospital and that she was crazy just based on the preview, which I think was cool because, I, I mean, you go into it thinking like, okay, I think I kind of have, you know, a gist of what this movie's going to be about. Mm-hmm. And it was not that at all for me personally. So that was kind of a breath of fresh air. I was like, oh, this isn't, going in the direction that I had anticipated it going. I hadn't seen anything mm. in regard to the movie, so mm-hmm. seeing this, I was like, okay, cool. Like, Yeah. The preview to me, I, I was kind of like, okay, I kind of see what, like, I just made my own dumb, preconceived, like... dumb. I mean, <laughs> You know, is, like, this is what's going to happen, and it, that was not the case at all, which was nice. The people who created it, though, the, you know, because here's, I feel like, especially modern films and stuff like that, what happens is we get this preview and they give away all the goods. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, why do I even have to watch the movie? Because nothing is going to live up to this. Mm-hmm. You know, and in this situation, what they did is they gave you like a, oh, just kidding. It's not what you think it's going to be. Yeah, which was cool. I like that, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, it is a really, really good a good move on whoever did marketing. I feel like did a really good mm-hmm. job. Yeah. Okay. And let me just say, I think I wrote this down too. This movie made a lot of fucking money. I am not surprised. Um, I think I did write it down. Do, 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 do. 143 million. Wow. In the box office. This movie did really well. And the interesting thing before we move forward, um, is that I feel like this was something that not just, uh, would you, it's a horror movie. It's a, uh, psychological so thriller I watched it i was like is this a horror movie where the worst horror podcast doing a thriller instead i don't give a book but i think there's a I think lot this of real life horrors yes in this, which absolutely is why i consider it a horror movie totally and i think that that's cool because i think that this movie really appealed to horror fans mm-hmm. and just a mainstream audience like my parents were like oh have you seen it yet and i was like no, like, you know, but I thought that was cool. Like, it was a cool way for um, the director, I'm not even going to try to say his name again, you know what I mean, for him to get, I think, his 
his work out into, um, I mean, obviously like the Saw movies were on a huge scale, like everybody knows of those movies, but it was just interesting to see him do something not so gory and like, you know, just straight yeah. horror that would appeal to the masses and which, I mean, I'm just not surprised that it made that much money. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's a solid movie. So too. we are at the hospital. Right. And James and another detective are there with, um... Cecilia and James again it makes sense why his daughter is so sweet and thoughtful James blames himself the whole time and he goes this is my fault I should never have left you alone Mm -hmm. like he's caring for his daughter and obviously he's taken some type of not ownership in like a way like you belong to me and controlling but some owner some like caretaker type ownership Mm -hmm. over Cecilia because he wants nothing bad to happen to her he even though her sister is his friend she, he, he is, like, feeling for her. She, he knows she's suffering. He's like, I just want to help you. Just tell me what's going on here. Yeah, he seems like the only person that's really having patience for mm-hmm. what's going on and really trying to understand versus her sister, who was a little less patient with and her. And this is after he thinks that Cecilia has physically assaulted his daughter. Right. So there's What a, a man. I mean... Honestly, it's, it's trying to understand from every aspect, and mm-hmm. obviously, and I cannot say if I were in James' position, I'd be like, "Fuck you, mm-hmm. put your hands on my kid, and you're dead to me." Yeah, you know, I would not have heard. I would not have heard her out. But and again, <laughs> no it moves quickly. Um, we find out Cecilia is pregnant, but you kind of get the feeling that she was in the yeah. beginning because they they reference a lot the fact that he she wanted could never have escaped him. Yeah, if she was pregnant, he wanted a child mm-hmm. too. Um, so she's gets checked into the hospital. She was hysterical though going in. Yes. So they ended up um like sedating her, I yep. guess. But while that's happening, she's yelling like he's in here, like, yep. and she keeps looking at the corner of the room. Mm-hmm. Um Which would help her if she was ever like to have to go to court and be like, I'm criminally insane. Right. It'd be like, <laughs> yeah, she was insane. She kept screaming at the corner, like you know, she's telling cops, don't you see him? He's Yeah. Okay, so me? then this is another thing that I got frustrated with. Again, like it's a movie. It's not going to play out the way that I want things to play out. If you feel like he's in that corner, wouldn't you tell someone, like, throw some shit over there? Like, start throwing punches, see if someone's actually there? Or would you just sound crazy? They would, but here's the thing is, if you were a police officer, I'd be like, dude, whatever. <laughs> whatever like, she's just crazy like you know i'd be like dude someone fucking like throw hands in the corner something's over there like i don't who knows but how yeah quickly... you just you come off crazy i guess yes i mean all i would have to do is you know i don't know mm-hmm. it's, it's just such a tough situation right okay so does adrian's brother tom he goes and visits her while she's in the hospital yes so she like you said she's pregnant and we end up finding out that Tom helped stage Adrian's death. Yes. So that comes out. And he's like, look, all of this shit will go away. Like, you you can go home, but you have to agree to go home to him and to give birth to this child. Yes. He's like, oh, your life will go back to normal how it was with Adrian. Fucking shitty. And it's like... She lived in fear of her life every She's like, yeah, day. let me just go home and fucking be abused and put my child in danger. Yeah. Seems fucking legit. Absolutely. So, and... Psych. She, what is she? She knocks down Tom's stuff and she steals a pen. hmm So when she gets back to her room, she basically stabs her wrist in the shower with it. 
And that's mm-hmm. when Adrian grabs, she's like, you're not going to get this baby and you're not going to That was, uh, when I was reading the synopsis, that was deliberate, right? On her mm-hmm. part. Like, she wasn't she, trying to kill herself or no, like. because she knew he wouldn't let her yeah. kill herself. So even if she had gotten a puncture and hey, it had like hurt her, mm-hmm. she knew. She knew he would not let her kill him mm-hmm. herself. And so he grabs her arm and she goes, oh, there you go. There you are. She, and she stabs, stabs him with a pen. So then this causes the invisibility suit to malfunction. Yes. So now he's starting to glitch and we can see like little bits of his suit, like an outline of a person. And unfortunately, this is where we see everyone who works in this fucking hospital die, <laughs> apparently. So basically, because it's glitching, a cop comes in or a security guard goes, you know, Cecilia, what the fuck? Like, Did you count how up? many fucking kills were yes. in the scene? I okay, have, yeah. I, you, yeah, I count on you for these things. Nine. <laughs> Nine guards were killed in this one scene. So basically, like, it's, it's backup nuts. after backup after backup. Yeah. And Adrian is, like, taking is leaving no one alive. No. And weren't you getting, I was getting so frustrated because I'm like, mm-hmm. people are seeing like, what the fuck is going on? And they're seeing that there's an outline of a, an actual person trying to hurt them, but no one can vouch for her because he's fucking killing them all yes. off. And it's like, fuck. Oh, it was just so frustrating. And okay. So basically it leads them to the parking lot. This one is kind of like, I'm fine just skimming over this. So one, my boob is about to <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying to get my shit together. This tank top is just fucking letting me down right now. Okay, it's literally not even what I'm looking at, so I would not even even your, know your boob is no, coming I'm... out. <laughs> just whatever. So good thing this is just audio. Basically, Adrian uh, he shoots one of the security guards, and he tells her like, "Don't be dumb, like." If you keep doing this, I'm going to kill. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm going to hurt people you love. Yeah. It would be a shame if that little girl's blood was on your hands. And she's like, no. So she follows him out of the the uh, the hospital. Mm-hmm. And she, this poor fucking guy, he crashes his car because Adrian basically like swerves his car basically in front of his, the other guy's car. Why don't I remember that? Because that's how she gets another car from Adrian. I don't even remember that part. And she she calls... Oh, it's about to happen. We have the movie playing in the yeah. background. So. <laughs> she, call, she calls James and she goes, you know, you have to get home. Like, where is Sydney? And she's like, at home by herself. Mm-hmm. She's like, you have to get home because Adrian is there. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Poor fucking Sydney. I know. This part was rough. I was like, oh, no. Like, he... Oh, so it was awful. So thank God, you know, James gets there quickly, but... You know, Sydney's thrown against the wall. Yeah. And then James gets his, he is just like, gets the shit beat out of him. Yes. And, and the, the poor the, thing, the, she's so freaking out. Hard. And she's, yeah. Blood like geysers from his yeah. face. Yeah. He's getting his ass beat in front of Sydney. And Sydney is just, oh my God, my heart broke for her. She's hysterical and she's like, stop. She doesn't know what's going on. Like, we still can't fully we see. We can't see. Yeah. Um, Oh, that that was a really tough, like, fucking scene to watch. It was awful. At least this time, Cecilia comes behind, and she's, like, Sydney Duck, and she starts shooting mm-hmm. Adrian. Yeah, and then he takes fucking, like, a good five, ten seconds to fucking fall. I'm like, dude, she shot you quite a few times. Why are you, like, still like, walking? Like, so many times. Um, but, of course... The suit's glitching, so now we can see, like, mm-hmm. the where he blood is, and where the... Where falls. Right, right. Except... When they pull off the mask, Scooby-Doo style, it's not Adrian. <laughs> Scooby-Doo it's style. Tom. Yeah. Which, 
I I was like, okay, like I kind of knew where this was going, you know, like no the surprises was here. Tom, I was like, they have very different plant. Voices. Like, yeah, but even then, I was like, oh, this was deliberate, and that was not Tom doing that this entire time. Well, what's great about this is so basically now everyone's convinced of Cecilia's like innocence and stuff like that. They're at the thing, yeah, and Cecilia's telling James like, no, 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 it was Tom, and Tom is like. Basically, he he's looking at her. He's like, I fucking get it. Mm-hmm. But shut your fucking mouth. This is the only way you're going to be free. Right. To him, this he, he even tells her, I think, this is best case scenario for you to get yourself cleared. Like, because yeah, he's not saying like, hey, I don't believe you. He mm-hmm. clearly believes her. But yeah. He's like just, he he's basically giving her like a be quiet and we'll take care of the rest later. Mm-hmm. Like, just, but if I were her too, I would probably be like, no, like. He's not going to fucking let up, and I would probably be the same as her. Like, I got to fucking handle this, like, ASAP. ASAP, dog. So, now we're at the point where Cecilia decides to call Adrian Mm -hmm. and meets at his house. Mm -hmm. Which was interesting to me, because all of this played out just way too smoothly. I was like, Adrian can't be this dumb. So, yeah, here's my thing. And he is. He just kind of lets it ride. He is. He's like, I'm so happy. And he's the worst like, he's a really good actor, but his character is a bad actor. His character's like, I- I'm I'm so sorry, and for everything I did, and he's like, I... You so know. she's wearing a wire, by the way. Yeah. And James is listening to everything happening. Because yes. she's trying to get a confession out mm-hmm. of Adrian that he was the one who actually committed all the crimes. But what's and- so stupid about this, too, and, and also, Cecilia's a terrible actress as well. Yeah. She's like, I'll take the steak. <laughs> I'll, why would you I'll not take, take the sushi? Steak. <laughs> like, if someone was like, oh, I got this whole buffet and it's like sushi and, and fish and steak and stuff like that. I, I was going to, I was waiting for her to make a comment to him. Like, you fucking moron. I, I'm pregnant. I can't have fucking, because you're not supposed to have like right. seafood, right? Or like that. shellfish when you're pregnant. So I was waiting for her to be like, um, hello. And if she had taken the seafood, I would have been like, bitch, you're pregnant. What are you doing? So but she opted for the steak. You know what, though? That's good. Maybe he was testing her. I didn't even think about that. I didn't either, but I thought that maybe something like a comment would have been made in I'm regards also to that. I'm not sure if you're able to eat medium. I think you, I don't know if you can have medium rare steak. I don't know. Pregnant folk, if you want to hit us in the comments and let us yeah, educate please. us, because I, I thought that she couldn't have that stuff, but who knows? Anyways, besides so the point. <laughs> Adrian continues to gaslight Cecilia. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, it wasn't me, it was Tom. He's like, I know it didn't seem like it, but Tom was the one in charge. And, and he just like, has that what? smirk on Tom? his face. Yeah. Tom and you just bitch boy jellyfish yeah. Tom? No. <laughs> oh yeah, she calls him a jellyfish. Like You're just the not. spineless version of Adrian. Is that what she said? Yeah, she's like, you she's like, you're exactly like him. She's like, you may not be as like physically basically telling him, like, you may not be physically abusing me, mm-hmm. but you're just as bad as he is. Yeah, and he is. He's a piece of shit. He is. And so Cecilia is like, okay, I need to go to the bathroom and clean myself up. And tell, and Adrian's like, oh, of course. He's a fucking idiot. If I knew that there was even a machine in my house that could make right, suit, like this whole scene, I don't. I'm like, was it lazily done? I feel like it was just well, too easy thing, for her. She technically had hidden a suit when she went in back the right, first time. Right. I don't think he had seen that. I think he was focused on finding her. Yeah, but just so, even then, like, I don't know. Like, when she was like, oh, I'm going to wear a wire and go get a confession. Like, I don't know. I feel like if I was him, like, if I'm the smart guy, I would have suspected 
something. Yeah, but and he thinks she's stupid. He thinks yeah. she's weak. Like she's not yeah, that's true. weak, but he thinks he always thinks he's one step ahead of her. Cause look at all the damage he's caused to her mm-hmm. life. So he's like, no, she's a little bitch. She'll never do anything to me. Mm-hmm. I'm always in power. I thought he was gonna like, I don't know, like go into the bathroom mm-hmm. while she, but none of that happens. So. She, I don't remember exactly how this scene plays so out. So she puts on <laughs> you can okay, so basically she puts on the suit when, when she goes to the bathroom. Well, what we see is that Adrian is on like a CCTV kind of like recording. Uh-huh. And it looks like all of a sudden he's like forced to slit his own throat, which right. is kind of gory by the way. It was. I was like, like okay, you could see so the second flap of throat the cutting slash in this movie. Mm-hmm. That's that's uh, a thing in this movie, I guess. He's now drowning in his own blood mm-hmm. and Cecilia comes back and she's like, "Oh no." No, what what's going on? She takes on? off the invisibility mm-hmm. suit and so this camera, the angle that it's pointed at, we see her come into focus into the camera and she's distraught like how you would be, I guess, if somebody you actually yes. cared about had just committed suicide. Um so that's how it's being painted in the camera and then she steps out of sight from the camera okay, and she By the way, she's crying crying crying, straight face looks at the camera and she backs up out of like view yeah and she's like oh my god yeah thank you and then like is serious and then she looks at him she goes surprise and i'm like okay <laughs> so i mean good he's dead whatever he he has like killed a ton of people right he has manipulated he hurt a kid mm-hmm. like he's done all this shit so he especially killing that many people like he he is a he's a serial killer mm-hmm. so or a mass murderer or whatever so Poor James has been put in this situation where now he has to lie about Cecilia Cecilia killing somebody. Mm-hmm. She goes, he goes, you never came here to get a confession, did you? She's like, I did, but, you know, I didn't know he would take it like that. And because he looks down, he can see the suit in her back. Mm-hmm. So she goes, what did you hear, James? And James basically says, sounds like he killed himself. Mm-hmm. For me, I would have been like, Cecilia, I have your back on this, but you and I are never talking ever again after this. I feel like... like... you have compromised me <laughs> as a detective, as my job, as your friend, as someone's dad. Like, you have compromised who I am as a, as a person from this day forward for the rest of my life. Yeah, but a part of me feels like he was he was disappointed, but he was also like... He got it. I get it. Yeah. You did what you had to do. I don't know. I, just, I wasn't mad at the ending I, and how it played out. I was like, okay, I think that there's a mutual understanding. He was probably like, fuck, but I'll get over it. Well, here's one what, less fucking piece of shit on the planet. So, like, if they had left it there and it had just like cut out with them looking at each other, she walks away from an active crime scene. Yeah, I was like, okay, bitch, where are you going? Like, you yeah. gotta like, you gotta be there. Like, you were the ask distraught you what wife. Happened. <laughs> like, yeah, like you're screaming and crying, and then you're not, and you're looking at the thing. Like, they may have a recording, but they can see your face looking up at the camera. Yeah, I was like, um, uh, all right. <laughs> okay. it's, it's just really weird. The way that ended is like I didn't like it. That's how it ended, right? Yeah, that it was just, essentially it. Just it ends with it zooming in on her face, and mm-hmm. that's it. Interesting. So let's get into this real quick because uh, we're actually doing pretty good. We're at How fi- far are we? 56 minutes. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. So cool. the deaths, there were 11 deaths in this movie. 
11? 11. Nine of them are the security guards. And oh, in, yeah, like, duh. And a two-minute scene where every fucking person dies. Fuck, dude. Yeah, there were a lot of kills. I know when you said right now, like, obviously he's, like, a mass murderer. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I forgot about all the fucking security guards. Yeah, I mean, because he kills people. I And I hate to be like, oh, I think it's the difference. I think a serial killer is when you kill a decent amount of people over time. Mass murderer is when you kill a lot of people, like, within... A very short window. Right. So I think he'd be considered a mass murderer. I'm not totally sure. He's That's just not a murderer. important. I just felt like yeah. I'd throw it in there. No, totally. Um, so I'm going to say, I'm going to give this like a two out of five guts because the throat slitting scenes, the two in this film are kind of intense. Mm-hmm. And you also see some guy getting shot in the fucking leg, which was kind of brutal too. Oh yeah. Right in the kneecap. Mm-hmm. Just boom. Um, not to mention when you see James get beat up, there's a lot of blood and it's like, it's like pouring from his face. Like yeah. Just, they were generous with it. Pretty gnarly. I mean, which I, you know, I dig it. Um, same thing though. Yeah. Same with like host our last episode. If you guys listen to that one, um, not a whole lot of like blood and gore really in these movies, a little bit more in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but these movies are just, that's not what you're it it's is. not like you're watching texas chainsaw massacre right these are a little more well obviously this one probably had a bigger budget but this isn't a horror movie like you said this is for more of like a mass audience mm-hmm. you can't be like pulling someone's guts out plus yeah the, the last kill is very methodical mm-hmm. it's like revenge for her sister right it's like oh you slit my sister's throat look what i just did to you mm-hmm. you died the same way yeah do you know what this movie was rated i do not oh it was rated r Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, no, no, it does. It's just. Hmm. I would give this movie a three out of five dead guards. Hmm. It was I really good, hadn't given this but any I, thought. I wasn't. Honestly, after the second watch, I feel like this movie is like only okay. I don't see. I I really liked it. Um. The whole concept was a little far-fetched for me and just the whole suit, I was like, wait, what the fuck? But once I got past that and just kind of enjoyed it for what it was, I was like, this is a really solid movie. So overall, I think I would probably give it four out of five. What did we say? What were we? Dead guards. (laughs) Dead guards. (laughs) Um, I would give it a solid four. Um, It has a 91%, I believe, on Rotten Tomatoes, which I think it deserves. That's just me. I honestly could be wrong because, again, I think if – you are entitled to your I know. I just opinion. I hate I don't want movies like this not to be created. Like that's my big fear about not liking certain films mm-hmm. is that we risk losing them. And mm-hmm. then everything else is just like mindless trash. Because mm-hmm. this isn't. It's really smart. It's super suspenseful. The actors do a great job. There's like a serious theme. They're not taking like a baby, like, oh yeah. Um, I I went through trauma and then not go, delving into it. Mm-hmm. Like they make the bad guy a bad guy from beginning to end. Yeah, you know, there's so many where, and you know, they show they show her. No one is believing her. Mm-hmm. She's in pain. No one is helping her because no one again, no one believes her. Mm-hmm. You know, they did a really good job of taking a very serious subject, and. I don't know, just turning into a pretty solid movie. So Yeah, that's where I think why my rating is probably a little bit higher because I feel like these kind of movies, honestly, like are a fucking dime a dozen, you know, like especially for like more of like a blockbuster like yeah, this. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. I just feel like we've seen this 
type of movie quite a few times. Like, Jen, have you uh, have you seen enough the Jennifer Lopez movie? Yes, she's trying to escape an abusive relationship. Like we've seen this before, and this was just a fresh take on that, I mm-hmm. guess. And you know, it's an original con, not an entirely original concept, but you know, like it was just it was interesting. Yeah, I applaud them for that. Um, yeah, I liked it. <laughs> cool. I mean, that's that's kind of all I got. Uh, <laughs> that's all I got. Do you remember what Episodes February over. was going to be? Wait, what? What is February? I don't know. <laughs> don't, I, I look to you right for now. all these things. Um, I mean, we can always just announce later yeah, what we'll movie we're going to do next. Couple weeks I don't do. remember. If you don't have it in your iPad? No, I have it on. I need to find the notebook. I don't know where my notebook is. All right. So until then, we don't know what we're doing next. But we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. <laughs> and hopefully it's not too long, right? We're just like a little under an hour. Uh, we're an hour and one and a half minutes. Okay, cool. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on? No, that's pretty much it. All right. We won't like go drag this episode out because this was a longer movie. It was. Um, yeah. So <laughs> do you want to just cut it off right yeah, here? Yeah, let's just fucking right. let's go ahead and let them go. Them <laughs> we're going to close this out. Um. May I just say really quick, like I said, the movie is playing in the background. This house is so fucking nice. I know. I love it. Like, I love it. Anyways, thank you guys for letting us ramble about horror and nonsense. I'm Yaz. I'm Casey, and this has been the Worst Horror Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye.